With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, good to have your company this morning. Saturday, as we always say, best day of the week. Top of 15 degrees today. A few showers around the place. It's pissing down outside right now. Uh, Bryce, this is usually my favourite time in the morning. It's time for this. Tell me, Bryce. Tell me, sweet little Bryce. Pretty sick of talking about it, to be honest. Tell me, Bryce. Yeah, he's been sick of talking about it for a little while, but we still keep pressing issues with him (laughs) because it's Tell Me Bryce. So uh, this week, Bryce, I was listening to, I'm not sure if you've heard Dill and Friends. I think Dylan was your former teammate. He certainly was. Dylan Buckley, we're speaking of. The the son of Jimmy Buckley, Carlton great, premiership player. Yeah. Yeah, not Dill, but his dad. His dad was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at GWS for a little bit as well. He's actually evolved. Speaking of people who have evolved uh, in the media post-football, he's evolved very well, hasn't he? He has. He's uh, He is quite the character, and he's doing very nice for himself. Got the podcast and the uh, the... List cloggers, I think, with Daniel yeah. Gorringe. He's got a few things on the go. He's, he's, he's looked like he's a busy man. He's got, uh, I heard, he's got a whole team down there because uh, some girls I work with, uh, at, I'll just say Mamma Mia, they had to use a studio in Melbourne to record something and they went to Dylan Friend's studio and when they left that studio, they were going wild about how good looking all the boys were there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't have been talking about Dill himself or Daniel Goring's, though, would they? Absolutely not. It was all, it was all their producers at Producey. They do a very nice job down there. Now, I heard uh, Luke Hodge talking about coaching rev-ups and uh, about Clarko back in the day. Uh, he would come up with the most unique ways of getting the team on board. Some of them would hit, some of them would miss. So we'll, we'll talk separately about the Clarko situation this week later in the show. But just this story I thought was a good one from Luke Hodge. Another one was up in Sydney. It was the year Bud left, round eight, 2014, the first time we played Bud up in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I was injured, Mitch was injured, and Sully was injured. It was the first time Clarko had coached without the three of us since 2005 and we're all waiting in there and I went up there as an injured travelling player and we're sort of waiting around once again the coach wasn't here what the f*** is going on (laughs) next thing the door opens and it's ironic the time the coronation with King Charles Clarko walks out dressed in the security with the big hat and the red outfit walks in there like the king's the, yeah the security the king's guard the king's guard and he's out there and he's like sitting down there and he had the straight face and we're sitting down there going what the is going on here and his whole thing was it's a changing the guard the ch- <laughs> in there going. and the best part was i was sitting beside ruffy ruffy's taking a photo of clarko in the king's guard <laughs> Uh, it got me thinking, do you have any recollections of some bizarre coaching rev up? Say, because they've always got to capture your, your hearts, your minds with, with a story, something that gets you going each week. They do. And there's been plenty of them <laughs> yeah. over the journey. And I don't know what it is, but all coaches, whether they try to outdo themselves by hearing 
yeah. stories of other coaches coming up with things pre-game. But you're right. Uh, there is usually a story from week to week in terms of what the, yeah, the theme of the, the week is or, or how they're going to get their message across in, in different ways. Yeah. And, um, Mick Moldhouse, he was one, he, he would go down the war yeah. story sort of theme, you know, keep it pretty, tell grim. Um, yeah, stories <laughs> about, you know, crossing the Rubicon and, okay. and try to relate it to footy and it was a, oh, a bit pretty straightforward. But yep. Rats had some interesting ones okay. back in the day. And, and he went through a period where he would hand draw things on the yeah. on the whiteboard. So you'd, you'd walk in and it was sort of like, we, it was pretty superstitious from memory rats. Okay. So he must have done it one week and we went out and performed well so okay for the, for the rest of the the 20 weeks in the year he'd come up with a theme and he would draw on the on the whiteboard so you'd walk into the team meeting not knowing what it was going to be today and he, like he would have hand drawn with the the, the textures the yeah. whiteboard markers all in different colors and like he was wow. actually a pretty creative drawer he was quite artistic yeah but okay anyway and then so the, the, i'd never forget this one though it was well, i can't remember who were playing but it was the theme was, are you going to be the mongoose or are you going to be the cobra? <laughs> so on, on the whiteboard, he'd drawn this big cobra, like fighting this mongoose. Right. Now, hang on. Before that, who wins out of them? Who go, because well, they look, seem pretty evenly well, matched. We were unsure as well. So <laughs> what we actually got to sit through was a 15-minute YouTube clip of a <laughs> mongoose fighting a cobra. Yeah. So I think. For the people in the room, the young guys, they just thought the cobra would get it done. Yeah. A venomous snake had just wrapped this little four-legged thing up and be an easy, easy, easy win. Easy kill. But obviously, mongooses, if you don't know, <laughs> kill cobras. Right. So rats <laughs> made us sit through this, news to me. <laughs> this 15 minute YouTube clip of yeah. this fight, this epic battle between this mongoose and the cobra. And after about five minutes, we're all sort of looking around at each other going, <laughs> we got to get out there for the warm up in a minute, and uh, at the end of it, it was basically like, "Well, boys, what are you going to be today? Are you going to be the mongoose or are you going to be the cobra?" That was it. We okay. Like, and um, so, did you see the end of the fight where one would win? Yeah, the mongoose got yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The mongoose got up. And how did the mongoose get up? Like, what does he do? He just like circles it and attacks it, like strikes at it. Okay. You think the the cobra would be the one doing the yeah, striking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the mongoose ran it around in circles, tied it out, and yeah. struck when it was uh, at its weakest point. Okay, well, well it's all good stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so, I love it. Like, where, where would you get that from? Would he just be perusing would YouTube? Would he just be searching YouTube the night before and go, "Oh, yeah, I've got it. That's, yeah. the, that's the one I'm going <laughs> to run." It's so with. funny to think because it's such an elite environment where you know you'd think uh, they they would never get something wrong, or they, but they have to be creative to capture because it's again and again and again to capture their imagination. I've got absolutely no idea, but I was coach of the uh, under 15s girls footy team. And my God, that was just difficult to capture their imagination every from week to week. So imagine an AFL team. Um, Luke Hodge also spoke about how uh, whether they would win or lose, it's always a difficult thing for a coach to acknowledge um, whose fault it was. What coaches do well and what Clarko does well is if he feels that if the players played poorly and didn't have the right attitude, and they lost, then he would have a go at the players. But if he felt that attitude was there, but the tactics weren't, he'd blame himself. And he was doing that. It's my fault. I feel. I feel like. And then he's whacked himself in the head, and then did the old stumble back. And, <laughs> and we're, the only thing is, being under him for so long, you think that's just normal. Yeah. <laughs> this bloke, you... yeah so uh, there, there are different 
makeup. To be a coach, you've got to be wired up a bit different. Yeah, and there's been more examples of that. Even after <laughs> a game, put in a poor performance. Yeah, the, the coach is fuming, smacks the whiteboard with his hand in in anger, and you can tell it's hurting because yeah. he's like <laughs> wincing, and so you can see a tear yeah, coming yeah. in his eye. But he's trying to put on a brave face, actually hurting himself. Whacking us, well, whacking the, the yeah. whiteboard after giving us a spray post game. So there's been plenty of those uh, situations as well. It seems to be a common theme of seeing the ki- coaches kicking drink bottles that they think are empty and they're f- and they're full <laughs> and <laughs> almost breaking their toes. Bryce, still massive show up ahead. That was fantastic. But we're going to get to question time next. You've been working away on a few questions, and we're also. Uh, Need to ask you guys out there, we want to hear your favourite Indigenous players uh, throughout the years because it's Indigenous round, so Doug Nichols round. Or if you want to go bold, you could tell us your favourite Indigenous artists. I'm talking songwriters. Bryce and I were talking during the break. This one is Bryce's favourite. Jessica Malboy. This is starting to burn. So your favourite Indigenous artists or players over the journey. We're going to get to question time up next. So much still to come. It's 12 minutes past nine.